quick question for you. Hey, let me ask you something. Can I ask you a question? Can you dig it? Yes, guy. Can you dig it? Yes, guy. The man with the words you've been dying to hear. Yes, guy. This is the Yes Guy Show with Jim Taddy on TSN 1050. Can you dig it? Oh, yes, guy. Here we go again. Episode number eight. Six. Jim Taddy and Perry Lefko with you. Our guest today, Matt Dunnigan, Herb Braley, and Eddie Steele, former player with Edmonton in the CFL. And Matt Dunnigan, of course, a football Hall of Famer. And Herb is in the Yes Guy Hall of Fame, I have to say. Perry, how are you this week, sir? Jim, doing great. How are you doing? Good, good. So that wasn't that was real, you know, I wasn't really sold on I'm doing great. Could you punch it up a little more? Jim, Yes Guy, I'm doing fantastic. I'm man. How's that? Okay, that's better. That's much better. Looking for an experienced real estate agent, Charles Park, managing broker, REMAX West Realty Brokerage, has 27 award-winning years of real estate experience. So looking for the highest level of knowledge, experience, and service, put Charles Park in your corner. Visit charlespark.ca or call him or text him at 647-292-8886. Servicing from Hamilton to Kingston, from Toronto to Muskoka, Charles Park will not be outworked by anyone. And... Check out Fox 40's new premium whistle, the Fox 40 Titan, in a sleek titanium body. The Titan emulates the authentic sound of the Fox 40 Classic. Available now in titanium, gold, or matte black. Go to fox40shop.com. First guest, Matt Dunnigan from, of course, the CFL and TSN, uh, Canadian Football Hall of Fame. Many stops in the CFL. Very accomplished. Couple of great cups and not a bad barbecue cook. Matt, how are you today, sir? <laughs> I'm outstanding. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> living the dream, baby. <laughs> Tell, tell us about Road Grill. What what did that mean to you? How much fun was that? I was life-changing. You know, kid growing up in Texas thinking he can barbecue, then you get humbled, and uh, and you learn just how much you don't know about that game. And, uh, you know, going going to culinary school for a couple of years and dealing with some of the best chefs in North America. And uh, let me see, Kerry Galvin, uh, Jenna Darling, and uh, uh, Charlotte Langley. Um they taught me so much, and I, it was a humbling experience that changed my life, and it's still still, uh, still reaping the rewards from uh, the little bit of knowledge I gained. You know, it, it was it was a fantastic. Who doesn't like to barbecue and have a cold pop? And if you know what you're doing, um, it just adds to the experience. Matt, first time I met you was 1996. You had long, blonde, flowing hair. You looked like Adonis. Now you have short gray hair, and you're rocking a beard, but you're still styling and profiling. How do you do it? <laughs> <laughs> Perry, come on, man. You know, it's um, yeah, just uh, I don't take myself that seriously. You know, I think that's I think that's a big key. Uh, yeah, I brought, you know, to me, since I came into this league, hell, I used to have a fro when I was in high school, you know, and uh, I was, you know, it was then I sported every type of hairdo you can imagine when I was playing up here. And uh, over the years, you just kind of keep it real and have fun. And I had a mohawk during COVID three years ago for four months, you know, and it was just a lot of fun, you know, just having fun with it. That's all, Perry. (laughs) I used to love when you used to come out, you used to high step, you know, just coming onto the field, you had a lot of energy. Do you see any other players that remind you of of the spirit and the energy in which you played? I'm talking from a quarterback perspective. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's a tough question. Um, uh, you know, there's been there's there's people that I admire watching play. I don't. I, um, I think Buck Pierce was a guy that um, played similar to the way I played. Um, I, I think Cody Fajardo's uh, 
leave it on the football field approach is uh is 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 very similar um no I, you know i i think everybody's different um and that's the beauty of it you got so many different stories and backgrounds and unbelievable uh just testaments to overcoming the odds on every football team and that's what makes i think football such a compelling sport is everybody's got their own story and uh, everybody's got their own approach to the game and uh you know i was fortunate to play for 14 years and you know I, and and right now you know everybody's talking about it seems like everybody's nicked up and uh after day one of training camp you just you're not the same you're dealing with injury you're dealing with uh uh, something that you have to overcome and people it's, it's the nature of the beast you know you see the good come out in people for the most part and and, and the willingness to compete and who has it and who doesn't and uh, everybody at this level got some level of, of, of toughness and approach to the game and they got their backstories and that's why i love doing what i do perry it's it's just uh it's fun to watch each guy attack the game in their own vision and uh that's all i tried to do Sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> you know, listening to you talk here, and certainly, uh, you know, when you're in the huddle as a quarterback, you've got to be able to move forward. But, I mean, you seem to do that uh, really easily in, in, in your work. Uh, so what was football's influence on that, or, or did that come with you? Was that always part of you, and where did it come from? Um, I don't know. You, you drive vehicles. You drive, you know, the vehicle of life, you know, if you want to get into it. You know, I think you drive it out your front windshield, not your rearview mirror. You know, and uh, I mean, count the times, the number of times that you get pissed off at people driving in front of you when they're looking through the rearview mirror and they think they're, you're tailgating them and whatnot. I said, just drive your freaking car. You know, it's just get down the road, you know, quit looking behind you. And um, it's, yeah, it's just maybe a rough analogy, but I, that's, that's the way you do it, man. It's like you count your blessings no matter how many how many or how few glasses half full get down the road and walk hand in hand with the guy in the sky and, and, uh, and count your blessings and try to pay it forward. That's simple as that, Jim. That's my approach. That's that's Frank and E. Dunnigan's approach. They gave that to me. And, you know, you learn from your mistakes and and you work on your strengths or work on your weaknesses and play your strengths. And uh, I think that's just pretty simple philosophy and how to get the most out of life period. When it comes to broadcasting, what do you enjoy more, being in the studio or being out, you know, at, at a game and, and doing play-by-play uh, play or color more? Uh, it's, a, it's been a really nice balance. I've been in a nice position. You know, we've got, I think, two of the best color analysts in, in the country, no matter what sport, and, and Dwayne Ford and Glenn Suter. Um, just outstanding, brings some uh, just tremendous insight and professionalism to the game. Then you sprinkle a little bit of Maddie in there, and uh, you know it takes it down a notch. But I think I crank it so, some energy into there. I love doing that. Um, I love being engaged in the you know uh, in the game day experience and taking it all in and smelling the tailgate and listening to the fans and interacting with the fans and having a chance to uh, you know just kind of get plugged back in. Uh, that, that that's a great environment. Uh, you get to talk to coaches, players, uh, mingle and and just reconnect. Uh, I, I can't overemphasize how important that is. Um, and, and what we do is from drawing energy from the fans to the players and coaches and insights. It's, it's just fantastic opportunity. And then you've got studio work, 
and uh, you know, I've started out with James Duffy, you know, as our host, and and then we went to Dave, and uh, we've had Farhan in there, um, and and we've got you know, Monaco Kate in there right now, and Kate is, uh, yeah, she's she's a true professional, you know, she's just, she's as good if not better than any of those guys you just mentioned. She's uh, she's been able to handle. Um, you know, Davis, Milt, and I fairly easily. And uh, I know at the end of the night, she's the first one out of there. It's like if you can imagine a revolving door just spinning in a cartoon. It's like, she's gone, you know? It's like, I am freaking out of here, man. It's like, I've had enough of these guys. And uh, and, and she bolts. But, um, yeah, she, she puts up with us and she keeps us in, in, in line, Uh yeah, and, and that studio show, it's like our locker room. It's like going to your locker room every day. Uh, I'm sure you guys do the same thing in your studio and when you're, when you're broadcasting. Um, it, it, you just make it your own, and uh, you, know, you include everybody, you know, from lighting to sound to every one of our cameramen to, you know, people on um, Libero. And uh, we just give them all nicknames and just try to have a good time and create an environment in there where it's football, uh, um edge to it and we just everybody's as important piece to the puzzle as anybody else in that room and we have a good time because we spend a lot of time in there so if you're not doing that then you know you're missing out and so we, we this, both of those places and opportunities that i've had perry uh really you know uh i've got i found a nice balance and i've been afforded that balance by paul graham and uh, it, it's been a it's been a great ride so far. Well, as you're describing Kate leaving the studio, I was thinking of that commercial where the uh, I guess it's IKEA start the car. Get me out of here! Somebody watch the kids. I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, she got a remote on that Audi. That Audi is you know ready to go. She's out, man. Yeah, she's gone. Yeah. I'm still Kate. Don't mess around. <laughs> well, the show airs on Saturday and Sunday, so we're safe to talk about the uh, the Ottawa Argonaut game uh, Sunday afternoon at five. Uh, now, a couple of points I'd like you to react to: Ottawa zero and six, but but they don't look down and out. And Andrew Harris, uh, I mean, he's he's a Hall of Fame player, uh, and, and you know you never know what to expect really when a guy's spent most of his career in, in one city like Winnipeg. But but he hasn't missed a beat, has he? Well, they're not really letting him. You know, uh, he dealt with some uh, I think some hamstring injuries coming out of training camp and early in the season I think that slowed him down if, if you can call it being slowed down it hampered him uh, he worked through it and what he was able to do the other day becoming the sixth sixth player in CFL history over 10,000 and the way he did it uh, it wasn't just uh, typical Andrew Harris fashion um, he, he just was relentless and violent and refused to go down on contact and uh, fitting that he had 33 touches total in that game, and uh, matching his number on his jersey for 188 yards, and uh, it was it was a it was an in-your-face fu moment. You know, it's like, yeah, I'm here. Whether you like me or not, you know, uh, whether you like my decision being Argo or or not, you know, uh, I'm I'm still Andrew Harris, and I can run the rock and. And I can catch the ball in the backfield, and I can block, and I'm a I'm a complete back. And like you said, uh, I, I really, you know, I, I really believe uh, a, a no-brainer, you know, to uh, to be into the Canadian Football Hall of Fame. He's just uh, 
he's that type of person. He's a leader as well in that locker room, and they need some of that, I believe. You know, they've got a boatload of talent, and uh, sometimes it's tough to come together, and you got to check your egos. And I don't think Andrew has an ego when it comes to this game. He just plays it like it's supposed to be played, and that can rub off on his teammates. And if that does happen, you know, the uh, the Argonauts can uh, are, can can really make some some noise i think in the east uh and come together because you look at that lineup and they got some talented players in that lineup and if they learn how to win on a regular basis and can learn from the guys like andrew harris uh, they're gonna be scary down the stretch you know matt you played in toronto you won a great cup there it was a magical year with rocket and all that when you see what's happened to the franchise over the years do you sometimes like shake your head and say there's people that really care about their team, but wish there'd be more people that would embrace it. Yeah. You know, Perry, I, I, I've learned to love this league. You know, it, it took me a while to figure it out, you know, playing the game. And then I got to play it for a long time and go through ups and downs and afforded my family, some great opportunities. Um, you know, this, this is in my, this is in my uh, blood, you know, the committing football league, 39 years. And I, uh, I feel pretty passionate about our product and, and uh, sometimes it's just, it's tough. You know, it, it's kind of like, to me, it kind of like mirrors life. You know, it's it's not always easy, you know, and uh, but it's worth it. And we're going to continue to, uh, you know, look at the positives that the franchise in Toronto, Hamilton, Montreal, and Ottawa, you know, out east here and all the wonderful franchises and the, rich history we have out west uh embrace it and uh continue to flog it and put it in front of people and and hope that we can get some traction you know uh you know it's bit, there's a lot of competition for the sporting dollar out here and uh, i think our product is as good as anybody's and it's exciting it's affordable and uh it's just a great experience uh and a football team that's really really close and loaded with talent so I, I just look at the positives and continue to uh, drive the vehicle out the front windshield and and um, and floor it basically, you know, and uh, have a good time doing it. So uh, I, I love what I see in Toronto and, and the organization and um, what what Penner's doing, um, you know. And I just uh, it, it's a passion of mine. I know what it can be, and we'll continue to work to get it there. Matt, very quickly, Herb Bradley has been our sponsor since day one. He's been a friend of yours. You and him went golfing recently. Who's a better golfer, and would Herb Bradley make a great offensive lineman? Well, Herb would have to get it back in the weight room a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) You can't go in there just being big. You got to go in there being the the cock of the walk and strong and and, – uh, I, I think uh, that was in Herb's playbook at some time, but right now I'm not sure. Um, I, I can tell you that uh, uh, it's difficult for me to get around the golf course these days. You know, I can't post up in my left knee. Uh, that needs replacing. Uh, so I would I would give the nod to Herb being the better golfer. And if I put money on it, I'd, I'd go to Brady Corner for sure. Talk about a giving man. You know, it doesn't surprise me knowing his family. Braley family's been incredible to the Canadian Football League. He continues to uh, stay involved and pay it forward in so many ways. And working with him right now on a couple of different things and trying to get it off the ground. But uh, 
trying to trying to live life as best we can to pay it forward in the process and and herb is of that mindset and so i gravitate towards like-minded people and i'm glad he's been a sponsor of y'all for a while because he's a really good one man he's a keeper he sure is matt thanks very much really appreciate this hey guys anytime man give me a call you know don't don't we, be uh we will. Scrape the bottom of the barrel with me next time you know? <laughs> get me out yeah. there. all right this could solidify can you give us a yes guy on the way out he there we go. Okay, you're back. Yeah. <laughs> you are back. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> if you are an experienced real estate agent looking for comprehensive value and a distinct advantage, contact Charles Park Managing Broker, Remax West Realty Brokerage, offering state-of-the-art technologies with exclusive coaching and mentoring. For a confidential interview, call Charles at 647-292-8886 or email charles at remaxwest.com. Master your game strategy with Fox 40 coaching boards available for basketball, hockey, football, and more. Use the code YESGUY at checkout for 15% off your order. Go to fox40shop.com. This is Yes Guy, the radio show on TSN 1050. Yes Guy, the radio show. Jim Taddy and Perry Lefko with you on TSN 1050. This segment is sponsored by Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated. Financial advisor Herb Braley, ready to help you with your financial needs. If you want a comfortable and real conversation about your options, contact Herb at 1-877-734-3055 or visit his website, BraleyAdvisors.com. With 31 years of experience, Herb will help you do what you want to do with your money, get it back to you when you need it the most. Financial clarity and comfort with Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated. Stay safe, stay heard with the Fox 40 electronic whistle producing 100 decibels at the push of a button. The electronic whistle, perfect to bring along for any outdoor activity. Don't forget to use the code YESGUY at checkout for 15% off your order. Go to fox40shop.com. We were talking about Herb Braley, and he heard us. He's here now. Herb, welcome. How are you today, sir? I am doing well. How are you guys? Very good, thanks. Thanks you to stop by and appreciate your sponsorship and support of the show from day one, by the way. And, uh, you know, obviously the markets are uh, not a roller coaster ride, but, but bouncy. So uh, when your clients phone up, what are you telling them? Well, every once in a while, uh, some of them need some hand-holding. We need to, you know, we need to talk about, uh, you know, what we had put in place and are we in the best spot still. And I remind them, because many of them hold segregated funds. Uh, the insurance industry's version of mutual funds, that they have guarantees on those plans so that they can't lose their money, they can only earn money. And when they start taking income, the income will be potentially higher but never lower. And um, I, I enjoy talking about that. I'm conservative. I like guarantees. And and uh, as far as the markets are concerned, I, I know they've been volatile, certainly since we've talked in the last couple of months, but I'm I'm glass half full guy, as you know, and I was looking at the numbers recently, and I think when the pandemic started, just using that number, we were just under 14,000 was the number on the TSX, and just recently I saw that it's 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 just over 19,000. So that tells me that um, this is is not something that we should be too too concerned about the the movements in the market. These things do happen with world events like the inflation numbers and interest rates and what's going on in Ukraine. And um, we're even above the five-year average in the TSX right now by about 10%. So, you know, hopefully things sort in the next short while. But um, for the most part, I'm not making any adjustments uh, to the client's portfolios. We went into them with a specific plan in mind, and um, we're just waiting for things to turn the other way. Well, Herb, 
I'm going to go off the board here and I'm going to talk about relationships and the relationship you have with Matt Dunnigan. You wanted him on the show. We had him just now. How did you and Matt Dunnigan become friends? Well, I, I guess I've got to tie it right to um, my uncle Dave, who, you know, we've talked about on the show, who at one point owned the Tiger Cats. And, and, and then at another period in time, he owned two other teams in the CFL, the Argonauts and the BC Lions. And and my crazy sports family, that's that's the other part of this, how I know Matt. I've spent decades going to CFO games, particularly Tiger Cat games. That just was amplified when, when Uncle Dave was involved. And we used to go to many Grey Cups and, and different CFL events, and we would run into some of your colleagues from TSN Radio and TSN Television and, and got to know uh, Matty and you know, it was just great to see him recently. I, I saw him at a at a, a football tournament, and we were talking about that night where we sort of ambushed him in a restaurant and sent a birthday cake over to him when it wasn't his birthday. And and uh, just great to see him and catch up. And and every once in a while that happens. You know, where we see him on the golf course or uh, at some sort of CFL event. And uh, he's a really nice guy. He brought my attention to a charity that we were both supporting with a lot of others the other day and um, trying to see how, you know, I can and my company can support that. And I think it's great that you had him on. He's a really personable guy, isn't he? Yeah. Um, Matt's, of all the people I've known in the history of covering the CFL, Matt's personality is infectious. And I think he talked very you know, he, he really spoke proudly of, of the CFL, and I'm wondering to continue what we just said right now. What makes the CFL so appealing to you? Well, I knew of the CFL long before the NFL. So uh, that's the first thing. I've always, you know, enjoyed the game, the different aspects of the game, the rules that are different. And I would say the greatest uh, aspect of the game that I like more than anything is that it's truly Canadian. It's, it's one of the few things that is truly Canadian. It's ours. I'm stealing that from somebody else who mentioned uh, to me a few years ago, but I had to agree with it. And um, it's just, it's, it's part of the culture for me and everybody else I know who is a CFL fan. Uh, there are certain days on the calendar that we can't miss. I've been giving a lot of my tickets away this year to clients and so forth so they can get to games, but they're not getting a Labor Day game. You know, I'm going to that one in Hamilton. And as we, as we, as we, as we get beyond Labor Day, right, um, that's, to me, the real true start of the football season in Canada. I get uh, more and more excited as each week passes by. And um, I, it's just uh, it's part of my life you know, in my family and, and people from my generation who were lucky enough maybe to have people in their family who exposed them to the game and took them to games. Uh, my, my grandmother was uh, really the sports matriarch of our family. She would take myself and my, and my cousins, so Uncle Dave's boys. We all went to games with her, and, um, and I, I remember fondly, you know, <laughs> being in Iverwin, you know, close to the action and uh, all those great games over the years. Herb, uh, let's let's sort of segue into your, your charity work. And, and uh, you know, you've got a lot of functions. You've got one lined up for the next, uh, I guess, a month from now. Take us through that. Yeah, this one, um, it, it came about rather quickly and out, and out of nowhere. Um, 
uh, Perry, you know the guys from Images and Vogue. Well, uh, our buddy Derek Giles, who plays in a number of bands, he called me up shortly after I had seen Carol Pope and, and Rough Trade, uh, the full lineup for that band, play at the Elma Combo recently. And they were great. Their set was really tight. They sounded phenomenal. I, I was very uh, happily surprised, if you will. And uh, we were chatting about that show, and he said, you know, Herbie, he said, um, Carol hasn't played in your neighborhood, like down in Niagara, in decades, if ever before. Why don't you see if you can get us or her some gigs down there? And so that led me to asking some of the event owners that I know in my hometown, St. Catharines, to see if... Um, they would be interested. We found one that was as a, a concert hall uh, in the city that has agreed to to host an event, and I, I looked for a charity to tie it to. And uh, one of my friends is the executive director for Baby's Breath Canada, um, and uh, Baby's Breath helps families deal with SIDS or sudden infant uh, death syndrome. Uh, terrible terrible thing that would happen to a family you know losing a using losing a young child sometimes at birth uh, they support these families and also they're involved in research to try and eliminate that problem so i thought well uh, we've got a winner here like i've seen in the past if we if we can get um, you know a strong talent in a venue tie a charity to it and uh, we'll see what happen when it happens when the crowd shows up but for me, the fun part will be that she's going to play in my hometown. And so at least I've done that. Well, Herb, for people who don't know you, you are a big guy. And just talking to you right now, you've got a big heart. You've done so much for our show. Why does charity and why does giving mean so much to you? Well, I think that, uh, you know, I look around and I listen to the uh, the bad news stories we see, you know, and hear about all the time. and And then I think of my own life and you know things could be a lot worse than I have to deal with I I have first world problems for the most part first world problems you know we we don't live in Mogadishu or Darfur or some other terrible place where there are things going on that people have to deal with and um, my family for the most part hard-working people uh, and also very generous people so I've I've learned from that and um, so I, I just think, you know, it's a successful formula. You know, if you can bring entertainment events like sports and music together with uh, with people of goodwill, uh, you know, you're dancing, you're singing, and you can have uh, some food and drink involved, I, it just doesn't get any better than that. And I've heard people tell me that uh, maybe my uh, – unique ability or special ability is that I bring people together. I, 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 I think I kind of know what they mean. I, I try to pull folks with different suites of skills together from different areas and see what kind of magic happens. I, I find if you, you know, if you support other folks, uh, you know, and, and my customers would fall into that category, then they're all going to take care of you. It all kind of works out in the wash. So I, that's what I would say. You know, Herb, when you're talking about the music, I mean, clearly you have an interest in this. Uh, so, so let me ask you this: What is the best show you've ever attended, and what is the what is the show that you you haven't seen that you would love to see? Well, there's so many shows I would like to see of bands that um, that I'm very fond of, and I'm hoping now that 
that COVID is, is uh, I'm hoping, you know, although there's another wave out there I'm hearing about that we're maybe more on the downside in figuring out how to deal with this stuff. Um, there is a number of acts from my youth I'd love to see. Um, I can tell you a show recently that I was very emotional about that I got to see was um, Genesis in Buffalo. And um, I went to that show. Uh, I thought it might be the easiest place to, to see them on their tour. I was wrong <laughs> based on the test I had to do to get back and forth across the border and whatnot. But um, it was just very emotional for me to be there, first of all, to see Phil Collins as crippled up as he is, unfortunately, and to have them run through all the songs that I remember from my youth. It was just an awesome experience. Um, and... Um, you know, I just I, I think as I start to wind down uh, with my career, part of my semi-retirement might be to to spend more time going to see these shows of people that I've enjoyed listening to or going to concerts over the years. Work that in with some other stuff that I want to do. I, I can tell you that the most fun uh, that I've ever had at a show was seeing a band called the B-52s back in the 80s and, and when I say that nobody sat down the entire show I think that show was at the University of Buffalo uh, so we went to that one it was 1987 that Love Shack Rome tour I forget the name of the album but that was fantastic um, a band that I'm really enjoying every time I see from the from the 80s uh, when they do shows in Perry you might might agree with this I don't know I always think the box is a great show and I can remember sort of not quite being a box groupie, but I, I remember following them around in the day to places that they would they would perform and um, and and just you know just really loved it. Um, I'm leaving out way too many bands that I like. I don't want to upset any of my friends, but um, <laughs> you know in the in, in the near future. Um, something fun is going to happen that I get to be involved in. You may get a kick out of this. You, you've had Mike Hansen on the show, and, and Mike is working yeah. on a solo album. And, and for those out there who don't recognize the name, Mike is, you know, he's the original drummer from Glass Tiger. And um, he has uh, asked me to be in one of his videos. My God, can't believe it. Oh, excellent. Gonna be, I get to play the part of a manager agent promoter guy i have to wear a suit i think i'm, I'm going to try and pull that one off that should be fun so mm. well i hope there's room in the video for two complainers perry and i can do that we'll sit off in the corner and, and heckle you as you're doing your job i mean I, oh yes that guy. Sounds like i like that idea. yeah <laughs> I, I would expect nothing less i would expect nothing less from you two guys you know my friends of course yeah, Herb, thanks very much for stopping by. And, again, you are our original sponsor on Yes Guys, so thanks for your friendship and support over all this time. Show 86, Herb, do you believe it? I can't. I can't. And, you know, I, I look forward to having a, one of those coffee talks with you guys to catch up because it's been way too long since I saw you. So we, we've got to set that one up. We'll do that. And you'll appreciate what I'm going to say next. This segment is sponsored by Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated. Financial advisor Herb Braley, ready to help you with your financial needs. If you want a comfortable and real conversation about your options, contact Herb at one 734 3055 or visit his website, BraleyAdvisors.com. With 31 years of experience, Herb will help you do what you want to do with your money, get it back to you when you need it the most. Financial clarity and comfort with Braley Financial Advisors Incorporated. And let's talk about advanced planning. 
your life, your say, your tribute, and, of course, all your way. Turner and Porter Funeral Directors. Let's start a conversation. Visit turnerporter.ca. This is Yes Guy, the radio show on TSN 1050. Yes, Guy, the radio show, segment number three, Jim Taddy and Perry Lefko with you. Homeowners are first-time buyers. If you're considering purchasing, refinancing, or if your mortgage is coming up for renewal, talk to Dean Romani, TMG SafeBridge Mortgage Solutions. Dean will provide you with custom-tailored mortgage solutions for all your needs. You can contact Dean on Twitter at MTGDean or give him a call at 416-885-1761. Be prepared on the ice with Fox 40 hockey products like the Fox 40 Call, the Fox 40 Super 4 CMG. Use the code YESGUY at checkout for 15% off your order. And you go to fox40shop.com for that. Our next guest is Eddie Steele, played in the CFL with Edmonton and uh, has an interesting football uh, program that he's working on that we're going to deal with. But first, let me welcome in. Eddie, how are you today, sir? I'm doing well, doing well. How about you? Very good, thanks, and thanks for stopping by. So, so talk to us about football to the north. What, what is this, and, and how did all this start up? Yeah, so it all came about, I'm born and raised Winnipeg, and uh, I grew up with a buddy over there who ended up in Cambridge Bay, none of it. He married a girl, uh, a local from there, and set his roots down, has a family up there, and he uh, just realized that there wasn't much opportunity for kids in the community um, for really any type of sport. In fact, there was more opportunity for the adults in the community than the kids. So a couple of years ago, he started up a flag football league for some of the kids. They would play in the high school gym, and uh, it's kind of snowballed. He gained some momentum, and he partnered up with some local businesses and got some government funding and was able to raise some money uh, to purchase a whole bunch of equipment um, the full nine, helmet pads, everything for the kids. And uh, we had a camp last week, and it was just an initiation to tackle football, just teaching the basics, the fundamentals, and giving the kids an opportunity to play. Well, Eddie, I'm sure uh, since you've come back, you've probably just relived those moments and how special they were. When you looked at these kids and you gave them that opportunity, what was their reaction? Uh, you know what, even just listening to you ask me that question, I get chills because uh, I, I tell people being up there, I think, did more for me personally than I could ever give to the kids. Um, you know, just seeing smiles on their faces. Um, one of the biggest things is, you know, there's a lot of issues and lack of um, lack of parental guidance and lack of support that a lot of these youngsters are dealing with. So I just wanted to be there, be present with them. Uh, put my arm around them whenever I could, give them a high five, tell them I was proud of them, tell them that they did a good job. Uh, because a lot of these kids, they don't hear these types of words and they don't feel that. And just to kind of be that consistent presence uh, in their lives throughout the week. And it's remarkable what my buddy Joel Evans is doing because he's got his own family that he has to raise. And I know how hard that is because I have a young family, but yet he goes and he volunteers his time and he's He's just a consistent role model for these youngsters, and that's something that they're lacking is that consistency. So, yeah, it, uh, I had a lot of moments of, of tears and a lot of moments of just joy in my heart, um, just realizing how fortunate we really are and, you know, how, how tough some people truly have it. Would this be something that you'd like to revisit again? 100%. I would love to do it again. If I could go up monthly, I would love to go up monthly. Uh, but at, for the time being, uh, it's a yearly thing. And I think the end game, well, there's two end games. One is to raise awareness. I mean, because we were practicing on a, a gravel pitch. There is no field. I tell people the field has air quotes because we literally were playing on gravel. 
so raise enough awareness and hopefully potentially one day get a small little strip of turf um, set in there for the kids to play on so they have other opportunities other than football. You can play soccer and you could put ice on it or water on it and freeze it and play hockey in the winter. So just, again, present opportunity. And the second is, you know, you never know. You get these kids playing ball at a young age and um, maybe they can progress and they could have some really talented players come out of the community and maybe you get a look at a scholarship down at the University of Alberta or somewhere across Canada. And then that opens up the door for other kids to see, oh, wow, there is hope. There is opportunity. Maybe I can do this if so-and-so did it. And that's what we want to accomplish. You know, uh, Eddie, I'm listening to you speak. I, I hear the joy in your voice. But, uh, you know, as you're going through this, I'm thinking of, uh, you know, a situation before this uh, program got there, you know, the lack of focus and support and, and you know, I guess, fun and enjoyment or something to look forward to, right? Those, those, were, those were missing elements, weren't they? Yeah, they are missing elements. And, you know, uh, again, one of the biggest things is just, just to be present with the kids. There were so many moments where I would just be tying my shoe and kids would just come and sit next to me and they wouldn't even talk. They just wanted, they would just stand around and just sit next to me, just linger around. And I felt it. I knew they just wanted to be around and have that, have that support. Right. And that's something that so many of these kids are lacking. Some of the stories that I heard, um, not fit for radio, but man, it's heartbreaking. It's absolutely heartbreaking. And uh, we don't realize that everybody's got challenges, but you know, up there in the North, it's a different set of circumstances. And it's just eye-opening and, again, just being there for the kids and providing that love and support. Well, Eddie, I want to talk a bit about your football career. You were drafted by Hamilton, and I think how appropriate that a guy with the name Steel would be drafted by a team from Steeltown. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I was a young, hot-shot kid coming out of college, got drafted at 21, and, yeah, I thought I was going to come and run Steeltown. I thought, oh, Steel's going to Steeltown. It's about to be my city. <laughs> but uh, I realized quick that's not how the world works. Uh, but, yeah, I had a great career. You know, uh, three years in Hamilton, they provided me the opportunity to really get the career kick started. Four years in Edmonton, winning the Grey Cup in 2015 uh, at in Winnipeg, actually. So I got to win the Grey Cup at home, which was really special in front of all my friends and family. And then uh, finished off my career in Saskatchewan, two years there. Uh, so, yeah, it was, it was a good nine-year career. I had a pretty successful run. Started 150-plus games, kind of did everything a guy could do in pro ball and was able to retire on my own terms and uh, really at peace with that because not a lot of guys get to go out on their own terms. So you have a Grey Cup ring. I'm wondering if you, if you wear it, and particularly when you went to Nunavut, did you take the Grey Cup ring and show it to the kids? I certainly did. Yeah, I took it for the kids. I let their parents put it on and take pictures with it. Because how often do you get a you get the chance to wear a great cup ring and you know actually hold it? So, yeah, it, it was really special for the kids. Um, yeah, really neat. I brought my Vanier cup ring too because I won the Vanier cup with the University of Manitoba in 2007, and uh, just a special moment for those kids. I always joke with him, though, just because I'm retired doesn't mean I can't run in case you want to take off with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, this is a great Canadian uh, success story for you. Uh, what did what was the effect of all that? I mean, there's some great moments there, but how did it uh, input into your life and, and what did it do to you? You know what? Just getting back home uh, on Monday evening, getting to my house, I just realized, golly, like just so fortunate. We have so much and it's just it's a perspective check, you know, and a self-inventory check of how fortunate we really are. 
and uh, just what others are going through and uh, just some of the pain that other people are dealing with. And, you know, I, I get back to my family and we're healthy and we're happy. And, you know, we, we, we're not the richest people in the world, but man, we're wealthy in love and we're wealthy in just relationships in our life. And that's what really matters. And some people don't have that, even just the smallest things. Some people don't even have a parent to tell them that they love you. Uh, and those little things are really, at the end of the day, what matters in this world. Letty, you played in Hamilton, Edmonton, and Regina, Saskatchewan, each of which have their own kind of fan loyal base. Which which of those three meant the most to you? Well, that's a that's a good one. They all they all carry uh, different weight and have a different piece in my heart, right? Just because the different chapters of my life, like Hamilton, that's where my pro career got started, right? In Steeltown, we know how passionate the fans are there. So that was pretty awesome to experience. But then being in Edmonton, that's kind of that was the meat of my career, and that's where I had the most personal success and team success. So that was really special in itself. And then being from Winnipeg, I grew up on the other side of the rivalry with Saskatchewan. Uh, so to get to play for Saskatchewan and to witness how passionate Rider Nation is, because we all know uh, they have some some seriously passionate fans, uh, that was pretty incredible. And to top it off got to play in the first two years of the new Mosaic Stadium there. So I actually got the first sack in the stadium. So that was kind of neat against Winnipeg. So lots of lots of nice memories in my career. And that's what it's about. It's all about the memories. You know, people ask me frequently, do you miss playing? And I say, no, I do not miss the game one bit. I do not miss banging my body against another human's body. But what I miss is the guys, the relationship, the locker room, the memories, because that's ultimately what it comes down to. Eddie, thanks very much for your time. Really appreciate it. All the best. I appreciate the opportunity, guys. Thank you very much. That's Eddie Steele. Homeowners are first-time buyers. If you're considering purchasing, refinancing, if your mortgage is coming up for renewal, talk to Dean Romani, TMG SafeBridge Mortgage Solutions. Dean will provide you with custom-tailored mortgage solutions for all your needs. You can contact Dean on Twitter at MTGDean or give him a call to 416-885-1761. Let's talk about advanced planning. Your life, your say, your tribute, and, of course, all your way. Turner and Porter Funeral Directors. Let's start a conversation. Visit turnerporter.ca. This is Yes Guy, the radio show on TSN 1050. Yes Guy, no guy. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, drivers and passengers, time now for the officially sanctioned Yes Guy radio show edition of Yes Guy, No Guy. Go ahead, sir. Eddie Steele should do a commercial for... Yes, guy. I mean, Eddie Steele could do a commercial for anything. He was a good spokesman for the football program, so an emphatic yes guy to that. Are you ready for this? Yes, guy, yes, no guy. guy. The winner of the Tiger Cats Argonaut season series will win the East. Yes, guy, but that's a lame yes guy. Come on, you can do better than that. <laughs> that was lame, oh, man. <laughs> Who cares? Go, go ahead, sir. Go, go ahead, sir. <laughs> Billie Eilish should do a remake of Bad Guy and call it Yes Guy. No guy. No guy. Come on, guy. It's a spoken for guy. No guy. No, you're out, guy. So speaking of lame, yes guy, no guys, Hurt Braley sponsoring all 86 editions of the Yes Guy show. That has to be an emphatic yes guy. That's an emphatic yes guy. How's that guy? Yeah, and, and while we're on that subject, I just want to mention Herb has renewed, Charles Park has renewed, Dean Romani has renewed, Fox 40 has renewed, and so has Turner Porter. So everybody, all our sponsors have renewed for another term. And if you're thinking, wow, that's sold out, no, you could sponsor Yes Guy, No Guy, contact me or Perry. That's a Yes Guy, right, Guy? 
No, that's an emphatic, emphatic yes guy. Two emphatics. Yes, okay, two, two, the two emphatics. Okay, go ahead, sir. It's too quiet in Leafland right now. Uh, yes, guy, but I'm, I'm not complaining about it. I kind of like it. How about yourself? Nope, we need more Leaf news. You can, get, you can never get enough Leaf news, guy. Okay, guy, we'll end on that. Don't, I want to thank everybody for stopping by. I hope you enjoyed episode 86. Hope you come back next week for episode 87 of Yes, guy!